What's up, everyone? This is the Couch Analyst Podcast coming to you uh, on a uh, Monday, September 5th, currently around 8 o'clock p.m., a little later episode tonight. Um, got Connor in the middle, Riley on the right, and then me, Brayden, on the left. Um, today we're going to do NFL predictions, and then uh, um, um, I think we're going to do a little bit of uh, college uh, college football summary or overreaction at the end. And then, of course, we'll end it with our, um, what is it? our clown of the week. <clears throat> so let's get right into it. Um, first game, this NFL season, official game, is going to be on Thursday, September 8th at 7.20 p.m. Um, the Bills and the Rams. I have Buffalo taking this one. I know it's on the road in L.A., and that's a big big crowd playing, but I think Buffalo comes away with the win. Connor, who do you got? I'm going to take Buffalo, too. Buffalo, okay. Reasoning behind it, I mean, kind of predicted that they would win before I found out that Matt Stafford's elbow was hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Rams might be coming off the Super Bowl hangover. We don't know, but... Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say that the Bills are going to win. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that I don't think the injury is going to phase Stafford at all, really. Um, but I think Buffalo is going to come away with the win anyway. Uh, Riley, how about you? You know, I don't think they will come away with the win. Okay, I'm going with the Rams on this one. All right, all right, respect. It's all right. It's at the Rams, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go for that. Okay. They just won the Super Bowl there. How are they gonna? I'll try to win another game there. That's a good point. You, yeah, that's that would be a hard loss to have, but you know, stuff happens. This is the NFL. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're like I'm a little worried about the running back situation now. I think it'll take them a few weeks to figure it out, and that maybe could be what has a little bit of a difference in the game. Yeah, I think that's the same way. I think that that's a. That's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah. maybe not for the Rams, but um, the Bills definitely. That's definitely not their strong suit is the running game. Um, but the Rams are a running football team. We all know that. So yeah, it'll be fun to see how that turns out. Um, next game we got the 49ers. Um, we're going to Sunday games now. The 49ers at Chicago. I have the 49ers taking this one for obvious reasons. I think Trey Lance is going to pop off, and he's going to show what he can do. Um, I think that defense is going to stay solid, and um, I'm going to predict about two, maybe two, maybe three, four sacks on Justin Fields. So I got SF, San Francisco. I'm going to take San Francisco, too. Chicago clearly doesn't want to win this year. San Francisco does. Who knows what Trey Lance is, but even if he's a little better than Justin Fields in that game, then 49ers will win for sure. I don't think there's much debate on that. I agree. Taking San Francisco, all right. Our first clean sweep across the board. (laughs) Give that one a big check. Side. All right. <laughs> um, next game we got Patriots and Dolphins. Now this one we may have some um conflict 
and um, maybe not just agreeing that who's going to win, but who's going to have control of this game. I think it's going to be – I think this game is going to be the Patriots. Um, I don't think it's going to be a clean sweep throughout the entire season. I think the Dolphins will come back and um, beat them in um, – in, what is it? In Gillette Stadium later in the season. But I, I think the uh, Patriots win this one. I've kind of been going back and forth on this one. So <laughs> if it was a later season matchup, I'd say New England probably would win because it'd be like a nice vacation going down to Miami when it's really cold in New England. Um, but I'm going to take the Dolphins. Oh, well, okay. So you're opposite. Yeah, I think I think it's probably going to be a split between New England and Miami throughout the season. And I feel like Miami, a warm weather team going into New England when it's cold outside, that's probably going to favor New England more. So I'll take the Dolphins for the early season matchup. All right. Yeah, I'm going to take them too. I, we saw last year the game went down to the wire, I'm pretty sure, and that was also week one. Yep. So... I will take that. All right. Um, moving on, we got um, the Colts and the Texans. You already know what I'm picking. I'm picking the Colts for obvious reasons. Indy and Connor, who you got? Texans are a dumpster fire. Also, Sears probably will have the first overall pick. Whoa, whoa, sure. whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. Before we get off topic. I don't think they're a dumpster fire. I think they're just in rebuild mode. And to be quite honest, I think they're in a way, I think they're in a much better rebuilding situation than the Lions or the Giants. So I don't think they're going to be the number one um, pick in the draft. I'm kind of hopping on this train with Braden for the Texans. Yeah. I mean, Colts will obviously win this game, but got a lot to like about the Texans. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out. In January, I guess, was picking first. Detroit. I don't think so, but... Detroit's going to take Bryce Young, and then they'll reunite another duo. I'm with, I'm with Riley on that. Either either, uh, uh, either Detroit or New York. Anyway, moving on. Next game we got, uh, speaking of New York, the Ravens and the Jets. On uh, this one, I'm... Ooh. You know, you guys have make me been making me think about the Jets lately, but I'm going with the Ravens on this one. It's not too hard of a decision for me either. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the Jets' run defense is really leaky, especially on the interior of their defensive line. So, <clears throat> respect. Baltimore likes to run the ball a lot, so yep. pretty sure that... They'll have a fun time running against that Jets defense. Mm-hmm. It's not clear whether Zach Wilson will start. I'm pretty sure last I checked, and I I just don't see them winning this game. I think it'll take them a few more weeks to figure it out. So, yeah, I'm going Ravens. All right, cool. Clean sweep. All right. Um, our favorite game of the week, Packers versus Vikings. Um, Vikings at home. I... I'm going to take the Vikings on this one. I think they're going to show out at home week one. 
and we're going to see something different. So I'm trusting, I'm trusting we're going to see a more versatile, the first versatile, is that the right word, versatile team, right? I, I feel like we're going to see a more powerful team than last year. So I'm taking Minnesota. I mean, it's kind of hard because it's the first game of the year, first game of the Kevin O'Connell regime. Uh, Packers, obviously, it's going to be tough for them to come into U.S. Bank Stadium with the noise. Rodgers doesn't have a lot of receivers. But in games where fans are in the stadium, Rodgers is only one one game at U.S. Bank Stadium. So I'm going to give it to the Vikings, but I'm very cautiously optimistic that they'll win. I'm going to take the Vikings as well. I don't think Kevin O'Connell will allow himself to lose this game. <laughs> He's to prove himself. It's kind of like his Super Bowl, it seems, you know, if he wins that first game. I mean, this is the first game of his career as a head coach, so, you know, he's going to go in all in probably to try to win it. Especially against the rival, too. Right. All right. Next game up, we got the Raiders and the Chargers. I am taking Raiders at the Chargers. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers on this one just because they're at home. Um, if it was the other way around in Vegas, I'd be taking the Raiders, but I'm going to be taking L.A. A lot of different talking as I've been discussing this all year, how that division is probably just going to slug each other in the face until one of them falls off. So mm-hmm. it'll probably end up being a split in the season series. But, yeah, L.A. at home, I think their team overall is better. Um, obviously, Las Vegas has Devontae Adams, but their offensive line is still in pretty tough shape. And uh, bringing in Khalil Mack to pack, uh, package with Joey Bosa, that's going to help them with their pass rush. Definitely. I'm going to go Chargers, too. All right. Another clean sweep. <sighs> All right. Next game, we got uh, the Buccaneers against the Cowboys for another week one in a row. Or yeah. the second week one in a row, right? Last yep. year they played together. All right. So we got, yeah. I'm going to take, they're in, they're in Dallas, but I'm going to take the Bucks on this one. I don't think Dallas is that good of a team. Uh, you know, Trayvon Diggs, a year later, I feel like that might be problematic for him. Mm-hmm. Teams will have more film on him and what his tendencies are, so I don't think that the Dallas secondary is going to be able to compete with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm picking Bucks too. All right, another clean sweep. Next, we got. Uh, where is it? I just lost it? Oh, there it is. <clears throat> Eagles Lions at home in Detroit. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go Detroit. Really? Yeah, I think Dan Campbell's fired up and he's ready to kick some arse, fight <laughs> some kneecaps. 
You know, I really think you're right, Brayden. I think that Dan Campbell is going to want to win this game for his Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know a situation where he's trying to show everybody that he is the guy to lead this rebuild. But I think the Eagles have a really good roster. Mm-hmm. I think they'll probably match up good against the what the Lions are going to try to do on offense. Um so torn i give me detroit okay detroit all right i'm gonna go for the eagles i think i don't really like the aj brown and devonta smith split i don't think it'll work out as great as people think it will i think it will and reason reason being said is they run a spread offensive scheme and devonta smith is Smaller dude, but AJ is a more bigger physical guy. So they usually would, you know, as as a spread offensive scheme, you usually put your big physical guy at the Y. Or I'm sorry, the X. So usually on the weak side of the field, they just throw the jump ball up to. Um, and usually if you have a small, quick guy, you put him in the slot, which I'm sure that's where Rager was before he went to Minnesota. But I think Devontae Smith is going to fit that role perfectly, depending on what they do with him. Um, next game, I got Steelers and Bengals at home in Cincinnati. I'm going to take Cincy on this one. And reason being, I think the offense is too dynamic, especially in the passing game. For uh, Pittsburgh D-backs, we talked in previous episodes about how they're probably the most challenged defensive backroom in the or in their division. So I'm going with Cincinnati. I'll take Cincinnati too for the reasons you just laid out, Braden. Mm-hmm. Uh, the had a prolific passing game last year in Cincinnati at home for the Bengals. Joe Burrow in another big-time game with the division rival. No matter who's starting a quarterback for Pittsburgh, I'm sure it's going to be Mitch Trubisky. But um, I don't I don't see any way that the Steelers win this one. I think they have a good shot at winning the second game more than anything in the season. But, yeah, the defensive backfield for Pittsburgh's in shambles. They're not going to have any, any – they're not going to have a good time trying to stop Jamar Chase. Indeed. I don't think it matters who they're going to start at quarterback either. They, that team has got some issues, and Trubisky was named the starter, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Cincinnati, clean sweep? Sure sounds like it. All right. Um, next game, we got Cleveland in Carolina. Um, this one, I'm going with Carolina and it it has a lot to do with Baker. I think he's fired up and ready to destroy this team. He's ready to put it all out in the field, like his heart, his blood, sweat and tears and his guts. He's, he's ready to just lay it all on out there against this program. And what a great team to get traded to. Like this off season, your week one team and they're coming to your house. I'd be fired up too, honestly. 
I'm going to give you three words that'll describe my prediction. Baker, revenge, tour. Baker Mayfield's going to not let Cleveland come into his house and his mm-hmm. new house and win even as, you know, Matt Rule. We've talked about him, how we don't think he's a very good coach. He's kind of clueless. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think Carolina wins this one at home especially with the Deshaun Watson suspension. That might be a different story if he was playing, but so I'm going Carolina. Sweet. I will do that too. Awesome. Another clean sweep. Next game, Saints-Falcons taking the Saints because it's better overall roster. Um, Let me uh, clarify that they are in Atlanta, That changes your mind about anything it does not it will not change my mind another given sweet given the saints this one i think falcons are another team that we could talk about picking in the top five it's mm-hmm. almost a sure thing you know i'll save this for later <laughs> <laughs> all right next game this is going to be an interesting one i'd like to see what you guys think about this Jaguars in FedEx Field, Washington Commanders. What do you think? Give me the Jaguars. Jags, yep. 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 Okay, that's where I was going. We saw Carson Wentz go down to Jacksonville last year. Granted, this game is in Washington. Um, Carson Wentz totally melted down. He's going up against his former head coach, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's going to know all the warts on the body of work for Carson Wentz. Indeed. So, yeah, Jacksonville, I think they actually they might have a solid case to have a better roster than Washington. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Riley? Jacksonville, right? Yep. All right. Sweet. And then, ho, ho, ho. We got the Giants in Nashville. Um, <laughs> as much as I hate to say, I think I think the Titans are gonna come out at this one. Um, reasons being, Giants have struggled for quite a few years now. They've been sitting on the Danny Dimes train for a long time, and I think they're ready to hop off of it. Saquon's back. We'll see what damage he does, but. In history, history is showing that his health is the number one concern. We'll see how he does this year. So Riley and I had talked about this. I think it was early last week. And I told him I could actually see the Giants win this game. Okay. And this, I think this is going to be the game that everybody just pencils Tennessee to win. But I think the Giants are going to. Okay. Going there, a couple of uh, Belichick descendants going at it at head coach Brian Dable and Mike Brable. You know, what? you know, I like to hear that. I do like to hear that as a Colts fan. I like to hear people badgering the Titans as a loss, especially if it's the Giants, one of the worst and teams in the NFL. Another, another thing too, Harold Landry just went down with a torn ACL. Yeah. One of the only pass rushers that the Titans actually have. Uh, Giants rebuilt that offensive line. Looks to be in pretty good shape now. They got more receivers. I think this is a trap game for Tennessee. Giants are going to win. 
I do too. I okay. I really like the New York teams as crazy as it sounds. All right. Oh, I get that. I get that, guys. Um. All right. This next game might blow your brains out, or it may not. Um, it's Chiefs in Arizona. I'm going to take the Cardinals. And the reason is um, I think the Cardinals have a more balanced roster than the Chiefs. And also the Chiefs have a history of, like, getting the bus rolling, but it's very slow. Like, probably weeks one through five, they're in the top 25 of this league. They're the top 25 in the top 25 teams of this league. Like they're not very good as history has shown. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one. Okay. I'm going to take the chiefs Good. just because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to do Patrick Mahomes things. I don't know how good that Cardinals pass rush will be. And their offense is a little depleted with Deandre Hopkins missing. James Conner had a big year last year. I don't know if that's repeatable, especially for somebody that's been in the league as long as he's been. Yeah. But Kansas City went and threw a bunch of money at the receivers this offseason, or a bunch of resources, I should say. Sky Moore, Smith Schuster. Um, who else did they get? I'm, I'm forgetting someone. Uh, Brown. Marquise Brown. Yes. Or, wait, he's on the Cardinals. I was thinking... Somebody else. They added one more receiver. Riley, help oh, me out. Oh, are you oh. talking about the Chiefs? MVS. Yeah. Yes, oh, MVS. Sorry. sorry. Couldn't think of him. The deep threat. Uh, I heard Sky Moore could potentially take over as the number one season receiver for the Chiefs by season end. So that's kind of exciting for them to replace Tyreek Hill one for one if they really can do that. I'm going with the Chiefs too. All right, last game of the week we will have on Monday, on Monday night, September 12th at 7.15 p.m., the Broncos and Seahawks, Russ back in Seattle. Um, I mean, I think we can all agree. I don't know how I feel about saying this, but I think I'm going to take Denver on this. I know it's in the 12th, it's 12th man. It's going to be a very rough environment. Especially for Russell, but I think Denver's gonna pull this one off. You know, we could see uh, when the Bucks came back to well, Tom Brady's reunion with the Patriots. It could go something like that. Well, it was just well, that was like a very boring game. Exactly. Yeah, but <laughs> but these are I mean. but these are these like are they, very. They give them the warm welcome, and then it's game time, and then they hate the guy and. Just kind of boring. Yeah, I think Denver's going to win, but I mean, there's this game was strategically placed at the beginning of the year because yeah. they know both teams don't have any losses yet. Right. So they're going to try to portray it as it's going to be this awesome homecoming for Russell Wilson, good, tough game. But we all know deep down that Denver's not going to lose. I agree. I think it's going to be very close. Russell Wilson also has that mentality of calming his mind in the big moment. and Indeed. Play smart. Yeah. Smart ball. All right. Well, 
That's all we got for week one games. Let's head on over to college football. Um, let's see. We had the Florida Gators playing Utah in a very tight game. Florida seemed to have a very high-powered offense going into the game. So did Utah. Utah surprised me. I know they were ranked high. And you know what else surprised me? Florida wasn't ranked at all. I don't know the reasoning behind that. I don't know if you have any insight on that, Connor, but I just a little bit. I mean, they so they went through a head coaching change. Okay. Uh, fired Dan Mullins at the kind of in the middle of the season last year. Um, Florida kind of had a, I think it was about a 500 season. They weren't like anything special. They couldn't figure out who was going to play quarterback for them. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, now that they got Anthony Richardson, that's just a clear-cut starter. I think that'll help them. But, yeah, good for them beating up on a, a ranked team, especially number seven ranked, Go Gators. Yeah. Yeah, I, Anthony Richardson is going to be something good. He had a good game yesterday. Um, Next next big game I got on my list, Georgia-Oregon. Okay, what was, what was your guys' thoughts on this game? before it started because honestly i thought oregon was going to take this all the way i did i know i know they're in georgia but i thought i thought oregon was going to come out blaze of guns and just run the sweeps all over the field well i mean georgia has a really good defense Mm. Uh, their defense pretty much carried them to a national championship last year and they got a bunch of guys coming back Mm-hmm. You might hear about some of them in my draft prospect analysis. But, yeah, I think I think going into the game, everybody would pick Georgia. Riley, any thoughts or no? No, I want to talk about the – I can't I can't even remember. Iowa – who is Iowa playing? Oh, Iowa-South Dakota State. Did you guys watch <laughs> that game? Yeah. That was so stupid. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so basically – what Riley wants to bring up is the statistics of that game. Um, on the stat sheet, it says, uh, "I or first, let's talk about the punter at South Dakota State." Oh my gosh, dude! Dude was back up at what? He was uh, in between the one and the ten yard line, right? And he just biffed the punt, and it went for like what? Not even ten yards. That was that was embarrassing. But anyway, um, Iowa did end up beating uh, South Dakota State, and they ended up getting two safeties in the last half of the game. One in the second quarter, and then one, or I'm sorry, one in the third quarter, and then one in the fourth quarter, which you don't see often. Yeah, that was, uh, I think it's pretty fair to call that game a pillow fight. Mm hmm. Just nobody was wanting to score points on offense. But, yeah, I mean, Iowa, they get the win. But it doesn't look too promising if an FCS team, you know, comes into your house and then you end up only putting up seven points or three points on offense in total. So, Well, okay, there's there's another thing because it was, it was what, like almost a decade ago where – NDSU North Dakota State came in Iowa's house and beat them, and it was still, it was a close just, game. 
And maybe there's something to the culture in Iowa. They kind of look over teams like, oh, it's an FCS team. We're just going to walk away with it. Well, it's either that or they should just bring these FCF, 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 right? <laughs> FCS. <laughs> yeah, FCS teams up into the conferences, like the Big Ten or Big 12 or something like that. I've been like, advocating for North Dakota State to move up. I, I heard it's going to cost a lot of money. Talking to uh, one of my cousins, guy we may have on the podcast as a guest sometime. He's a big North Dakota State fan. Um, he said it would just cost too much for them to move up, but I'm like, mm-hmm. surprised teams don't just kick them out because they go to the championship every year. Every single year. Hey, SDSU did beat them last year, so there's that. Granted, it was off of a trick play, but um, next game, we got Clemson. Um, right now it is halftime. Um, <laughs> right now it's halftime. They're up fourteen to three over Georgia Tech. Um, it's only fourteen to three, and I know I know Georgia Tech's kind of transferred into a pro style offense instead of the triple option. Um, but Clemson is ranked number four, and it's only fourteen to three. Last year they weren't so hot, were they? Coming out the gate, or the entire season, their record wasn't very good. Clemson? Yeah. Yeah, they really struggled. So their quarterback that took over for Trevor Lawrence, DJ Yoga Lely, mm-hmm. um, he was looking pretty good when he filled in for Trevor Lawrence his freshman year. Then coming into last year, he kind of laid an egg, didn't really do much. Uh, he's somebody that Clemson really wants to rely on this year and hopes that he can, you know, be the quarterback that he was his freshman year. And if he does, he'll probably get taken high up in the draft. You think he'll be a high draft pick? I do if he puts everything together, but if he has a year like last year, he'll probably be going back to Clemson for another season. Yeah, I think that would be the smart choice. I think there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks in this next draft. Um, but thing is who's going to take them because this this league is already filled with quarterbacks high-end quarterbacks so we'll see what happens there uh next game we got Notre Dame Ohio State Ohio State taking the top off Notre Dame 21 to 10 um play a solid game um honestly look looked a lot of very very even on intensity on both sides but I'm glad Ohio State came out with the win I do like Notre Dame I've been to their campus it's amazing um, but on the football side, I, I was glad to see Ohio State take the win. You know, a lot of people have been talking about that matchup for years now. It's been one matchup that they've been looking forward to. They, I believe that was the one that they were going to play in Ireland before the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. But you know, two really solid programs that have been powerhouses in college football for years going head to head. Good matchup. Yeah. All right, so we got <laughs> one more game that I want to bring up. Um, it is, I'm sorry here, um, Miami, Florida, the Hurricanes, winning seventy to thirteen against BCU and FCS team. Um, let's say I think it's safe to say that that's one of those teams that probably shouldn't get moved up. 
But hey, props to Miami for putting up seventy points, I guess. Yeah, they got a <laughs> they got a quarterback who was supposed to come out for the draft this year too, Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, right now he's kind of sitting as like a second, third round prospect. People are expecting a big jump from him too, but I just I don't like these FCS games. I feel like there should be certain criteria for them to just you know, not just go, hey, random FCS team, come play us. They should have a little bit more higher standards. And then I got actually have two more games I want to bring up. Illinois State and Wisconsin, I watched this game. And I was – Wisconsin seemed run heavy as usual. And honestly, I was bored of it. I watched it and I was like, I do not want to watch this football game anymore because it's very boring. Um, just very unevenly out. It's just okay. Basically, Wisconsin just took them out of the water right away. It wasn't even fair to begin with. Um, and then I want to bring up Minnesota, and it was New Mexico State, right? Yep. Um, Minnesota coming away at the win, and um, how do you think PJ Flex going to do? I think the Gophers are going to win a lot of games this year. So? We just obviously talked about Iowa mm-hmm. played a really close game with an FCS team. That's been the Gophers' big, um, biggest bully that they've had to face, I guess, because they've beat Wisconsin before in the PJ Fleck era. I don't recall if they beat Iowa. I don't think so. But, yeah, I think they're going to be – pretty solid. I think they'll win at least 10 games as they should. You think Minnesota will beat Wisconsin this year? Granted, they both beat mediocre teams 38-0. to zero. I, Is the game in Minnesota or is it Wisconsin? Because if it's at home, I'll say the Gophers um, win. It will be in Wisconsin. And that's, okay. and that's um, rivalry, rivalry week last week of the season. I expect the Gophers to win, but, you know, I guess we'll have to see as the season moves along because Wisconsin could end up beating them, you know, like they tend to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think the Gophers are going to do all right this year. Do I think they'll be ranked? Uh, Probably in, like, the top 25 around there, right? Like I'm, I'm not obviously top twenty five, but like up there around twenty five, you know. Yeah, I don't really see them getting down to the teens. I think that no. would be poor judgment if they did that, unless they, you know, if we're sitting here talking about uh, the Gophers winning the Big Ten West, I think then yeah, they should be ranked pretty high. But the Big Ten West is basically theirs for the taking. It's probably going to be between them and Wisconsin. Mm. Riley, you got any input on this college football news, or are you all good? Um, were we going to rank our three players we want to see? Yeah, I think we should do that. Oh, players that we're wanting to look at this season? Yeah, I'm pretty excited to talk about mine. Who wants right. to lead off? All right. Um, why don't you guys go ahead? So, I... I just have one that I'm really high on is Josh Downs from North Carolina. He's a wide receiver. I yep. just I watched a lot of film on him. I love him. That's I just can't 
hype him up enough. I just love him. Everything about him. He's very fast, very good hands. Everything you'd say if you wanted people to think he was good. Just one? Yeah, I'm just very high on him. All right, I'm going to try to squeeze three in there. Okay. So... Let's go with Kayshawn Butte, wide receiver from LSU. I watched some film on the guy. He's pretty shifty. Uh, gets the ball in his hands, makes lots of moves, similar to what Riley was talking about with Josh Downs. He's a really good red zone target, too. From what I was seeing, they, they would util, utilize him a lot in the red zone. Good at contested catches. <clears throat> um, potential first-round pick. Sounds like he's really upset with LSU already, though. I looked at his stat line from that game against Florida State. Two catches for 20 yards. So not really what you want to see from a first-round pick or a potential first-round pick, but that's what you got. And then I'm going to give you a quarterback, Will Levis. I think he's the second coming of Josh Allen, Kentucky quarterback. I think... The move is going to be the Giants are going to do everything that they can to get him because he is, in my opinion, almost a clone of Josh Allen. He's pretty big. He's fast. He can move with the ball in his hands. I just really like the way that he plays and him being at an SEC school. He's going to be facing the higher competition, so that should be pretty telling of how he'll do in the NFL. And uh, they're playing my Gators this Saturday, so... Of course, I don't want him to win that, but, you know, he uh, he seems to be my, f I want to say he's my favorite quarterback so far that I've looked at. And then. In the entire college football world? You got Will Levis? So far, yeah. Okay, so do you feel, okay, let me, let me ask you this question. Do you feel the same about him as you did about Carson Strong last year? No, Carson Strong came on in like November, December. Oh, okay. This is more of like a, you know, I'm watching the guy now. He's an SEC guy, played pretty well last year. Of course, the thing with Carson Strong is everybody wanted him to make a jump, and he didn't. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't think that this is going to be me with a big whiff, but I think Will Levis will do some damage this year. And yeah, in my opinion, he's my favorite quarterback so far then. Uh, stuck on the third one between a couple different guys. I think, you know what? I'm going to go with Gervin Dexter, defensive lineman from Florida. Uh, he can play the edge and he can play inside. As a Gators fan, that excites me. He's as it stands right now, he's projected to go in the lower first round, but good uh, defensive line talent there. So those are my three prospects. Gervin Dexter, Will Levis, and Keishon Butte. Keishon Butte, I like that name. Um, Why? My number one, <laughs> my number one prospect for college football is going to be Anthony Richardson. Um... I want him to go to Indianapolis. I will beg to God that he goes to Indianapolis. I 
I think he's the perfect quarterback to have on any football team. He can do it all. He can run. He can throw the ball deep. He's super strong, athletic. It just think he fits the bill in any type of offense. Um, next prospect I have Braylon Allen, Wisconsin running back, number zero. Um, pretty cool number to have. <laughs> and um, Wisconsin's always had good running backs. Um, they've had Melvin Gore and Jonathan Taylor. Um, a bunch of previous backs. I I wouldn't be able to name right now, but Monte Ball. Yeah. Broncos legend. Yeah, yeah, Monte Ball. <laughs> um, gosh, that, that really makes me think Ronnie Hillman. And, or I know he didn't go to Wisconsin, but Broncos running backs. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm just excited to see how what his stat books looks like at the end of the season. And then my next prospect is going to be Tanner Morgan. Um, not the most exciting guy to root for, but as a Minnesota, growing up in Minnesota, and what has he been the quarterback for? What is is he? Isn't he a super senior? Yeah, this is his fifth year as a starter. Oh I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. If he can't take the, if he can't take him to the like at least a rank standing this year as as a senior, it's like, oh man, are you really built for football? <laughs> Gosh, I mean, I know it's a team sport, but like, come on! I think it should be interesting to see if the Gophers go back to unleashing Tanner Morgan again, like they did back in 2019 when they had Bateman and Johnson there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they Good they like to run the ball a lot. Yeah. yeah, they just ever since then haven't been able to replicate Tanner Morgan. That is, hasn't been able to replicate his production. But yeah, I mean, he could potentially be a late round guy or UDFA if he has a season similar to what he had back in 2019. He makes me think of mystery relevant Brock Purdy. He gives he me could the Brock, be that guy. Yeah, he gives me the Brock Purdy vibes. I don't know why. And I love Brock Purdy. Not a very big dude, but I love me some Brock Purdy. <sighs> All right. That's all we got for college football. Um, now we're gonna move. On. We're gonna close out on our clown of the week. Um, Connor, do you have one? Yeah, kind of go back. Goes back a little bit to what we were talking about earlier. Okay. That pillow fight game that I talked about on <laughs> Saturday, the Hawkeyes <laughs> and Jack Rapids. Yep. And again, my clown of the week to the Iowa Hawkeyes for inviting the. Uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbits and play them, paid them money because it's an FCS school. Mm-hmm. And all they could do is put up three points on offense. Very disappointing for Iowa. So the Iowa Hawkeyes are my clown of the week. Agreed with you. My clown of the week is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. And the reason being. The Jalen Rager trade um, was for two picks, seventh rounder, and it was a conditional pick, right? The other one? Yep. Uh, that, that could turn into a fourth. Okay, yeah. Um, that was your first round receiver. You did basically nothing with him, and now you're sipping it off to Minnesota to put him in a system where he's probably going to do so much more than you could ever dream of doing with him. So congrats to the Eagles on messing that one up. 
Uh, Riley, do you got a clown of the week or? Yeah, I thought it was hilarious that they traded him to the Vikings. Like I just, I heard he was in trade talks. So I was like, please trade him to the Vikings. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and then people were ripping the Vikings for it. Like, no, but... that's a good move. That's what we. Well, I mean, yeah, we don't need a return specialist. We got Noangu. Um, I really like it. I think he could maybe even be the wide receiver too, potentially one day. Mm-hmm. But my clown of the week, I'm going to go Pittsburgh Steelers. Nobody cares who you're starting at uh, quarterback. You're going to lose that anyways, and you're in a rebuild year. <laughs> I don't care. Being harsh, getting to the point, I like it. Being hard on the Steelers. I don't like the Steelers. I, I can't tell you why I don't like them. I just don't. Okay. You get those vibes. You get those vibes. Yeah. I like George Pickens. George Pickens. What about Kenny Pickett? You like Kenny Pickett? No. Slide canceled. Carl, what do you think I, about Pickett? I don't like him. You don't like him? I think he'll be I the think, I think he'll end up being the star this year. I think in the right system he could be okay at least on his rookie contract, but take him off that rookie contract and give him some money. He's not gonna do much. So yeah. I'm curious to see how far Pittsburgh can go with him, but if it was, you say, give me Kenny Pickett or Mac Jones for the next 10 years, I'm taking Mac Jones. I think they're pretty comparable in terms of their skill set, other than Kenny Pickett can run a lot better. Hmm. All right. Oh, I believe that's all we got for you guys. The, or not this week, but today. Um, and check us out on... Well, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you're listening to, and we'll see y'all next time. Adios.